And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show on which we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we are going to get into a film called The Book of of Eli. Okay. There's a lot of really good actors in this film. Tom Waits, Michael Gambon, Jennifer Beals, Mila Kunis, Gary Oldman, and starring as Eli himself, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington has always been one of my favorite actors. I've always enjoyed Gary Oldman and whatever he's done. I think Mila Kunis is adorable. Mm -hmm. How did all these good people wind up in such a dreadful movie as this. I agree with you. And here we have yet another movie based on the destruction of our planet. And like the others, and I'm talking about The Road, 2012, The Book of Eli has many of the same components, Les. There's a main character who's trying to fend off starvation. You have marauders. You have enemies who are out to catch you and maybe have you for dinner. There are hidden arsenals. There are graphic scenes of human horror. And I really mean this was a generally depressing landscape with all those rotting carcasses and cars and what have you. It's like looking at a giant garbage dump. Well, you're right, Anne. I don't know why anybody would want to see this film. I suppose I wanted to see it because Denzel is in it and he's always wonderful. He's not wonderful in this film. This is his least good performance that I've ever seen. Well, it's a very unenjoyable movie. Yes, it is. You want to like Denzel in this, and I'm assuming that he took on this project with the most noble of intentions. However, the movie truly falls apart. But I'm getting ahead of myself, so tell about the plot, Les, (laughs) such as it is. Okay. Eli is wandering through this wasteland, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give stuff away, and if you don't want to hear this, walk away from my voice for a minute. At the very beginning of the film, the first thing we see Eli do Mm -hmm. is kill, roast, and eat a cat. And then feed some of the cat to a rat. Yes. Oh, my. I knew we were in trouble when that scene appeared. I cringed, and you and I are both cat lovers. Yep. So it was extremely difficult to sit through that film, and I don't even understand why they thought it was, quote, amusing to have Denzel feed a part of the cat to the rat. I guess it's their little inside joke. Little irony, I guess. Not funny to me. Not funny at all. Now that, as I say, was in the first 90 seconds. In the first five minutes, he winds up, first of all, slicing off the hand of another man with his machete. Right. And then he kills all his other buddies. I think there are five of them. (laughs) And he does so very, very quickly and very, very violently. And this is just the beginning of several fights that he is in. It's Eli against a bunch of other people. This movie is sort of like Kung Fu meets the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, both of those movies are present in this picture. I mean, certainly the stunts are. Oh, sure they are. Eli seems to be going somewhere. We don't know where. He's going west. He packs light, but he does have something very important all wrapped up in his knapsack. He has a book. Right. And we don't know what the book is. It's the book of Eli. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) We finally find out about three quarters of the way through the film why he's carrying this book and why he doesn't let anybody else touch it or look at it. Well, because the book contains something that Eli believes will save the world. And so it's his mission to get that book, for some reason, to the west coast of our country. Yes. And when we get to that point, more will be revealed. That's kind of the basic concept of the movie. That's right. 
Now he comes upon a town run by the bad guy, Carnegie, played by Gary Oldman. And Gary Oldman's girlfriend, apparently, is Claudia, played by Jennifer Beals. You remember Jennifer Beals from Flashdance? Right. She still looks very beautiful. She does. However, she is blind, and he gets his kicks from hurting and torturing her. Gary Oldman's character, huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Claudia has a daughter named Solara, played by Mila Kunis, and she gets involved in a friendly way, not in a romantic way, by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. With Eli, she wants to know what he's all about. Well, she wants to escape this horrible life that she has, and she believes that Eli has something going for him, an aura, that makes him kind of super heroic. So she wants to escape, and she thinks that he is the only way that she will get away from this horrible life. Now, woven into all the violence, and boy, there's a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness they didn't really shoot this in black and white, but it looks like it's in black and white. It does. So we don't really see all the blood in bright red. But woven throughout all this violence is, and I hate to say this, but it is in-your-face Christianity. I agree with you. I'm not very religious, but even if I were religious, I would be offended by this movie. Yes, Les, and I think that it's noteworthy, if you will, that in today's cynical Hollywood, somebody thought that it would be a great concept to put a Bible-toting action hero into a world that's similar to the uncivilized West. And that's really what Eli is. He's a preacher man to some degree, I would say. Yes, he is. But we can't figure out how he does what he does, how he defeats all these people in sword fights, in gunfights, in fist fights. Right. Where did he get that super strength? How did he develop that talent to wipe out 20 men in one blow? It's not a bad trick, but where did he get that? And why was he chosen to do this? These are many of the unanswered questions in the book of Eli, and there are are way too many of them. There are many, many unanswered questions. And when we discover the secret of all of this... Mm -hmm. That's in the last 20 minutes. Right. And we really find out what this is all about. You know, Les, the movie, I think, really fails to capture an audience because Eli's motives are not fully understood. And because we don't get that from the screenplay, it's very difficult to connect with the character and with the action. And by the time you learn the, quote, big secret, you're so tired from all the gunfights and the hand grenades and so on that you don't really care what that book of Eli is all about. And I don't think it's giving away anything. The book of Eli is the good old-fashioned Bible, and he believes that the Bible carries the message that people have to hear again because all the Bibles have been destroyed in this post-apocalyptic universe. And so he's got to take the good book and get it to the coast. But here is the unbelievable, crazy irony of the end of the movie. How about where the Bible is going to end up? It's going to end up in a glass case on an island that looks like Alcatraz. How right. can anybody get to the island? What do they have to do? They have to swim all the way across through the ocean and come up and then knock on a door someplace so someone will let them into this ersatz library, and then they're going to go in and break the case so that they can read the Bible. Come on. This is ridiculous to the nth degree. It is a very, very silly movie. Sometimes, and and you and I have talked about this many times, a movie is so bad that we sit and laugh at it. There yeah. was nothing to smile about in the book of Eli. I just think it was absolutely dreadful. There was something about this movie, however, that reminded me of a Twilight Zone kind of 
approach. And you know, when I think back how the great Rod Serling would have taken this same premise, and it does have some of those elements involved here. You and I know what they are, the surprise ending and all of that stuff. But Serling would have done it in 22 minutes. Here, the writers worked overtime to try and give us enough plot lines to fill up a really lousy two hours. It really was for naught. The devastating scenes, the unrelenting preachiness, the hold on to your hats, quote, surprise, unquote, ending that made no sense at all conspired to make the Book of Eli, for me, a book that you can put down very quickly. So I'm putting it down. In fact, I'm putting it down. I'm giving it a red light. Well, it certainly gets another red light from me, Anne. It just didn't happen for me. It didn't happen for you. And I wonder if it's happening to anybody else. Two red lights for The Book of Eli, directed by the Hughes Brothers and starring Denzel Washington, Gary Oldman, and Mila Kunis. Oh, boy. We will be back on our next show to talk about another film that we have seen. I hope we like it better than we liked The Book of Eli. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that all of us are going to have a better time munching on popcorn and laughing and enjoying the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.